are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello there. This is uh, Chris, Chris Cooper of uh, BeMoreAchieveMore.com and CC1Consulting.com. And it's uh, great to be back with you again for another week. Uh, firstly, um, thank you very much to our guest last week, um, Alan Stevens and Paul Dutrois, um, talking about speaking co- confidently. Um, and uh, really, really great show. And I've got a lot of really good feedback on that. So thanks. And if you haven't listened to that, I would, I would do so. So firstly, could we, uh, today's show, um, I don't know if you've ever found that self-confidence is not always where we, you would like to be. If so, you're not alone. Um, you can probably hear my guest uh, at the moment, um, <coughs> Ailey Mills, and Ailey is uh, uh, an expert in self-confidence. Um, interestingly, I'm really pleased to be on the show. If I sound very slightly flustered at the moment, it's um, I just managed to da- da- dash here uh, to um, from a smouldering car actually, um, and only just managed to get in in time to to do the show. So um, I'm pleased that my car is now um, not alight anymore, and uh, we're able to progress. So many of my be more achieve more newsletter subscribers um, say that self confidence is right at the very top of the list when it when it, when it comes. Excuse me. Um, uh, just Ailey, I don't know if uh, I've got my guest Ailey on the phone at the moment. We can hear quite a lot of background noise at the moment. Um, it's, it's, at times, of course, everyone battles with self-confidence. And if you're building a team, then their confidence is very important too. <coughs> I know myself that sometimes I'm very confident. And then in other situations, particularly new ones, I can be less so. Um, you know, take what the example when I decided to jump out of an aeroplane for the first time or I started speaking in public. I've made you know, um, a set of cold sales call. Um, but according to my guest today, Amy Milnes, intelligence helps. Qualifications are useful. Uh, good looks are a bonus. But self-confidence is your greatest asset. Uh, the truth is most people focus in on the wrong things. They, they dwell on mistakes. So the severity expands in their minds and they... Uh, see failure in themselves and in others rather than chalking up setbacks to simply experience um, and see the opportunities in them. They fall into victim mode when common sense and a good strategy applied uh, could have resulted in so much more. Uh, To overcome adversity, you need to confidently employ tried and tested strategies. Now, I met Amy Milnes, the confidence coach, about a year ago, and I was immediately impressed by her friendliness, her desire to help, and how respected she is by those who know her. She's a teacher, she's uh, turned a motivational speaker, she's a columnist, and an award-winning author. And for three decades, she's worked as a program presenter and facilitator, and is internationally acclaimed as an inspirational speaker and coach. Her areas of specialist expertise include professional development, well-being, and productivity. Um, Ailey works with people of all ages and levels of responsibility to help develop no-nonsense communication. Um, Her corporate clients are impressive. They include PwC, Morgan Stanley, Barclays, companies like that. And she's married with two children based in the UK. Now, 
An interesting fact that I like about her, Ailey, which demonstrates that she really walks the confidence talks, is this. Ailey has a, a daughter, um, Kat or Catriona, who lives in Mackay in Australia now. And um, where some people might think, oh dear, you know, that's a, a long way to go and I'm going to meet my daughter and whatever. Um, what um, Ailey did was she changed her life um, a bit and actually... Um, set up um, some clients in Australia so she can go and spend quite a long time with her daughter. You know, it's a really cool and confident thing to do to be able to go and actually set up some clients out there and be able to have a longer time in Australia and, and work. So um, I'd just like to uh, welcome Ailey Mills. Well, thank you for that warm introduction. Yeah. I think that's fantastic, all the things you've said, and I thank you very much. You're very welcome indeed. Good to have you on the show. And Ailey, I'd just like to start really by asking you, I mean, how, how would you describe confidence? I see confidence like sunshine. You know, you can't always see the sunshine, maybe clouds come over and you can see the storm cloud arising and you think, oh my goodness me, but actually the sunshine is always there. So you just have to, to see it. You have to look around with your self-assurance and your self-belief and look for the confidence. It is there, even though it's hiding behind the clouds. Right, so, so it, it's a um, it, it's something that's actually within us already, but you just can't always see it or, or tap into it. Maybe, yeah, yeah, it's something that we can learn to access. Is is that what you mean? Yes, I think as I say, the the confidence is like sunshine. It is there, it's out there in your life, but you don't necessarily see it because things are going on there that for some reason are upsetting you. So everybody does have levels of confidence. Sometimes they drop, and it's a case of picking them up. Um, okay. So, so some people I, I've met, I mean, you know, confidence is, is clearly a great thing, and it has a huge impact on performance, but some people just occasionally seem overconfident as well. And I, I wonder, is there, is there this kind of a spectrum of confidence, and is there a sweet spot that we need to find? Yes, there is. And, and if you're not careful, people will see your confidence um, as arrogant. And particularly in, in different cultures, you know, the, the British are quite quick to criticise one another. You know, you're appearing to be confident. And what would appear as arrogant here over in America could just seem very confident. And so there is a cultural difference. And it's a case of uh, making sure that what you're doing doesn't actually tread on someone else's toes and make them feel uncomfortable. So, so when we're, we're traveling the world then, do we, need to, do we need to alter the way that we behave to fit in with, you know, kind of expected norms in? Absolutely. You should, you should mirror the behavior of the, of the culture that you're working within. And there were certainly some cultures where my level of confidence, I definitely have to tone it down and be respectful of how that, that culture behaves. Because this perhaps would it come over as over, overconfident and arrogant. And that's not the way you want to conduct business. So, so this sweet spot therefore varies by by country by country and by culture and by culture okay and and i'm just kind of you know people have different personality styles as well Absolutely. Uh, some, yes. of, some of them are overconfident underconfident I, I, I guess I, I guess we're trying to all reach the same place though are we you know depending upon our style <laughs> yes people are, are trying to you know, max out their confidence to their to their benefit. And, you know, you, you want to see, for people to see you in the best light. Now, if you're someone who is more shy and retiring, then, you know, you're going to have to employ different things. 
to overcome that. Right. Um, well, why do you think? Why do you think we we often lack it? Because people get life attacks. Pe things happen in people's lives that take away their confidence. You know, there could be a breakdown in relationships. There could be a breakdown in, um, you know, a, a business failing. There could be all sorts of things going on that will steal your confidence. And it, it's difficult then for you to, to see things clearly. So you have to have a, a whole lot of strategies in place that if something comes along and affects you, you can, you can change that, that mindset very quickly. Mm. Uh, does some of that come from our upbringing? Yes, for certain. Um, I think I, I was particularly fortunate in having been brought up by a very, very positive mother. Um, and so that obviously gave me a positive attitude. And some of my clients, you know, they will, if I go out working as a speaker as opposed to a, a confidence coach working one-on-one, -on -one, if I'm actually on a stage speaking, then I've been introduced as Captain Positive. It's not a title I gave myself. It's how people see me. And But I actually got that, I think, you know, as a, as a very young child because I had a very positive upbringing. But that doesn't mean to say you can't nurture that yourself. You can't say well, I didn't have that upbringing, so therefore I don't have to be positive and confident. You can easily self-talk yourself into a much more positive frame of mind. Mm. What, are the what are the sort of consequences, do you think, if we, we don't build our confidence when it, it comes to business and life success? Well, I suppose one tragic outcome would be depression. And, you know, a, a lot of people actually do suffer depression. It's, it's a mental illness that will take you on a very deep spiral down and then you know you need going to have to have medical intervention so that's one very serious outcome if you don't actually take your confidence on board uh, I've, I've heard people also describe you know illness as dis-ease um you know disease um is that uh, is that disease dis-ease then um you know related to to confidence do you think yes quite possibly is um yeah. It's not something that I personally have ever experienced. <laughs> it, it makes a story. I was asked to meet with another coach. It is quite quite normal that you'll meet with other people in your walk of life and they'll say, oh, why don't we do a bit of reciprocal coaching? Why don't we kind of you know, buddy up with one another and see if we can support one another? So I had a, a meeting with this lady uh, and we sat down and she said, as she started the meeting, you know, the English tea was poured and she said, uh, I'm having a really bad day. You know how you have a really bad day? And I looked at her and I thought, I'll not be able to work with this lady for very long because, you know, I can have a bad five minutes. I could have a bad half hour. I don't think I've ever allowed myself the luxury of having a bad day. So, you know, it's a case of how you look at things. Everybody has what I call a life attack. Bad things can happen to you. We all come across things in our life that we would really rather didn't happen. You know, the loss of a loved one breakdown in relationship, serious illness, loss of job, redundancy. But there's more than one way of looking at all of those situations. Yeah, yes. Yes. <clears throat> I, I guess, um, I guess you know, Daddy, the thing that you just um, identified there is the way that you look at them, isn't it? Yeah. I, I talk about mirror moments, actually, in one of my books. And, and it's true, you know, you, you look in the mirror and, and what do you see? So when you're having one of these downtimes, you know, you have to look in the mirror. And I, I love music as well. And I quite often, you know, pick up some music and 
look at the man in the mirror, as Michael Jackson said, and have a good talk to him and sort him out. Yes, yes. A bit like um, what I had to do just before I came onto this call, <laughs> having my car on fire. <laughs> yes, that was a unique. Um, when, you, when you texted me to say that the meeting could actually, or the, the, the video show could actually be postponed, well, that was something I had to uh, just wait and find out what happened. So well done you for overcoming the setbacks. <laughs> it was great, actually, because I gave you a call, didn't I? And you, you just very confidently said, yeah, just, uh, yeah, just, get, just look after yourself and keep safe and we'll kind of we'll manage whatever happens, but, uh, which we did. So, um, and and it, I'm it, managing here, you know, I, where, where we're doing the recording, just to let the listeners know I'm actually in London today, um, although I'm actually based in Cheshire. And I belong to a club here in, in London called the Victoria Services Club, who very kindly given me permission to use the reading room to record this uh, recording with America. And it's very um, kind that there's a couple of people in the reading room with me who have been looking at me rather strangely and wondering what's going on. But they've been very kind to be quiet <laughs> and let me get on with this radio show. So I'm smiling at them and saying thank you very much, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. They were... Yes, um, to tell them they're coming across on the radio if they make any noise. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Well, I think what we'll do is I think we'll go across to a commercial break and then we shall um, chat again about, um, about some of the kind of uh, key um, principles um, and ideas that you have about how people can you know, develop the, the sort of confidence um, through using strategy. So I'll be back again in a couple of moments. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you lead a team of any kind, you need to listen to this show. Tune in to Leading with Emotional Intelligence, hosted by Esther Orioli. Esther provides you with the tools and techniques you need to harness the power of EQ to stop setting goals and start changing behaviors in your organization. Get the latest concepts in EQ from a top-of-the-house perspective and have your questions answered on air. Leading with Emotional Intelligence is broadcast live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchievemore.com and CC1Consulting.com. And um, I just thought I'd let you know, I was chatting with Ailey in the break, and you might have heard some noises in the background. She was very kindly actually hit. She was hinting to people in the background uh, not to make a noise because uh, the, the coughing and the paper rustling apparently is a gentleman who's very close close to the sitting to at the moment. So one of those things, Ailey, and uh, it's, uh, it kind of happens with live radio sometimes. <laughs> yep. 
not to worry. <laughs> we <laughs> so carry we, on with confidence. So. We, we do indeed. <laughs> so there I was busy t- sending notes to Ailey to say, please be quiet, and it wasn't her. So um, let's um, let's have a, have a... What I'm interested to kind of understand, Ailey, is you mentioned that you, you had a very good sort of upbringing and it sounded like a one that matured confidence. Um, but it's become this has become a main topic for you. And, you know, sometimes... For people, main topics come out of it being a personal challenge for them or um, or just maybe a need that they see in the market. I just wonder maybe you could share with us why this has become such an important topic for you. I think because I'm asked to speak it, about it most often. You know, perhaps it's because the fruit is on the tree. People can see that I am a very happy and confident and outgoing person. So, you know, what you see is what you get. But at the same time, I've... At the same time, I've had um, the opportunity to speak to help people that makes me realise that the topic is absolutely vast. And I know that you have done surveys with the show and with Be More, Achieve More. And the number one issue that people have, everyone has in their life at some point, is a lack of confidence. So I I chose the topic and the topic chose me, really. (laughs) It's something, isn't it, that we can all relate to at some point in time. Even the most confident people um, often often weren't originally. Yes, probably. Um, I, I just push myself forward and I challenge myself to do things that I don't necessarily feel comfortable with. You know, I've I've um, I've done all sorts of uh, hair raising things in my time, and I, I still have to do bungee jumping, and I'm not quite sure if I'm going to do it. But if I do, I will do it with confidence. But you know, I'll decide if that's something that is still on the on the bucket list, something that I still want to do. But you've got to keep pushing out the boat. Otherwise, life life just um, passes you by. And it isn't a dress rehearsal, as you know. So we have to go and have a go. And every time you do something that challenges you, you feel more confident. I, I just reminded me then of, uh, I, I've done, done some skydiving, but I also decided that I wanted to do a bungee, bungee jump. And I was with some friends in New Zealand. And I was on one of the smaller kind of bungees standing towards the top. And my friends, one of them suddenly said to me, I was plucking up the courage to do it. And he suddenly said, uh, you know, Chris, this is, this is insignificant. He wasn't going to do it. He said, this is insignificant, jumping off this one. It's not a proper bungee because it's not that, that high. And I just thought, oh, I'm not going to do it then. <laughs> so I never did it. <laughs> um, I suppose that was uh, my way of copping out. <laughs> well, again, if it's, if it's not that important to you, you're not going to do it, are you? So it, 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 that's the other thing. <laughs> I suppose not. Um, I've probably seen that video where the, the person uh, gets uh, attacked by a crocodile. I think it's a it's on YouTube. I think it's a bit of a made up one. <laughs> um, so, have you always personally been very confident, or I, I do you, does your confidence dip in and out? No, most of the time I am like everybody else. I have a, a lapse, but it's all to do with self talk. You know, if I find myself um, failing, or you know, I, I think I'm having an issue, then I just crack on with it basically, and I accept that. Yeah, I probably make several mistakes probably 10 and more every day but I don't beat myself up with with mistakes and and doing things perhaps less than perfect I just think well okay we learned from that move on and I really do not give myself a hard time I know that you've got I've read your the pdf that you have a very very nice one that you've created around confidence and I know there's some fabulous tips in there so I'd like to kind of move on and spend some time talking about those those tips um, the first one was about let, let's start with um, to be more likable. Um, 
and you've got this phrase good morning gorgeous do you want to explain what that's all about (laughs) (laughs) good morning gorgeous that's how I start my day you know if you're going to be more likable to other people be able to collaborate more with other people to be more productive and successful at work you actually not have to only have to like them you have to start by liking yourself so you know let's start with number one look in the mirror and that's what I do every morning honestly to goodness I'm not joking you I get up if my husband Jay happens to be around, then something encouraging and uh, you know, loving is said towards him. But my feet hit the floor at 5.57 in the morning and you know, I'm heading towards the mirror saying, good morning, gorgeous. And I look to build myself up. I could honestly see grey hair, although I call it silver. I could see bags under my eyes. I call them twinkle wrinkles and laughter lines. I could see an, a, a chin that might be um, expanding. I choose not to. I look for the laughing eyes and the happy spirit and I say to myself, and I mean it, good morning, gorgeous. And there's no reason why other people can't do the same. Why, why look for an expanding waistline when you can actually just see a curvaceous and happy lady? Mm. Mm. I think that's such an important uh, discipline, isn't it, to get into, to just look at the good and, and help yourself feel, feel good. Um, and be prepared for the fact that other people aren't necessarily going to be as happy as you and as confident and outgoing as you, and they're going to try and ambush you. They're going to try and steal that happy spirit. So every so often throughout the day, you have to be reinforcing that and looking maybe not into the mirror every time, but in your, in your virtual mirror to say, I have to you, well done, you've done a great job. I think the door is going to bang any time now. So there we go. We are getting quieter by the second, Voice America. Excellent. That's the end of our coughing gentleman. That's the end of the coughing <laughs> uh, good, good stuff. It's uh, nice to just have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very nice lady in the corner, but she's extremely well behaved. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, he was just starting to outstay his welcome a little bit. <laughs> so I think, that's, I, mean, I think that's a really important principle to get yourself in the zone. And do you, uh, do you at the, therefore, at the start, you get up at 5.57, I mean, do you have a... a a period of time that is kind of for preparation in the morning to help get yourself into this confident state? No, feet on the floor, up we go, show's running, clock's ticking, off we go. That's it. And positive, it's on the move. And, um, you know, I moved through that. Sadly, I no longer have children living at home. It was different when I had the children there. You know, Katriona, as you've kindly mentioned, has been away from home for five years, and my son even more, and he lives in Germany. So... I, I can actually be quite selfish with my time, but I get up, I make breakfast for my husband and I, if he's working in this country, and then I go out for a walk. Every day I walk in the morning for 35 minutes. I, I march myself around the village. And again, I'm in my head, building into my day, what great things are going to happen. I'm, I'm doing mental preparation and programming, uh, knowing that I've got things to do that day. And I think that's a fabulous way to, to start the day. And you get so many ideas, don't you? When, when you absolutely time, I think it's interesting. I, I used to think see that period of time because I probably mentioned on the show before. I've got a, I've got a, a big fluffy dog, uh, and uh, I, I used to see that time in almost being as a, a bit of a waste uh, of of my day. I could be doing other things, and I actually realised it's probably one of the most productive, you know, forty five minutes of my day. Absolutely, and and it's interesting because I, I sometimes phone home leave messages on my voicemail or put a voice memo on my iPhone or 
send myself a WhatsApp or something because I have ideas when I'm walking. Mm. So a very creative zone. Yeah, great, great stuff. And, and by you, you say to you know to be more likable, say good morning, gorgeous. When you say to be more likable, is it about the fact that you like yourself more uh, and are thinking? And by the same token, you then when you like yourself, it's it's easier then to go out and find the good in other people. Mm. And so you know, start with number one, build yourself up, build up your own self confidence, your own self belief your own self-assurance, and then sprinkle some of that happiness and magic dust on the people you work with. You know, I, I, when I'm training with people and doing consultancy work, the teams come up with their kind of team slogan or their mantra or their logo, and uh, and, and then they have to, to work with that. It's amazing a difference it makes on a team when people are saying, we're amazing, or as the Americans love to say, we're awesome. And so, you know, it really does help people if they have this great, way of addressing one another <laughs> would you say are you are you from scotland originally yes my yes. ancestry is scottish, scottish accent. You have a, we're listening to a scottish accent at the moment um, are you whereabouts are you from i'm from the west coast of scotland near to glasgow ah. uh, the second principle was about how to improve today and make a better tomorrow uh, be a good finder what does that mean well it's an extension of the looking in the mirror it's going into your workplace, going into your life and looking to find the things that are going well and really building on that and looking for, for things that you can edify and build up. Right. Uh, so so looking, for thing, looking, for, looking for the jewels, looking for the, the good rather than the negative, is that what we're saying? Absolutely. I, I was on a I had a holiday a few years ago. To, I was in Thailand and I went to Bangkok. And I remember looking looking around Bangkok and visiting some of the temples and um, and taking tuk tuk rides around the streets. and And I saw lots of you know it was chaotic. It was hot, but I saw a lot of a lot of kind of beauty in the place. And I and I kind of focused on that rather than the heat and the the noise and and what have you. And and I remember getting back and speaking to someone and they said you'd uh, said I'd just been as part of the holiday to Bangkok. So I went there, it was awful. It was noisy, it was smelly, it was hot. Um, never go back there again. And it just to me just showed that different mindset. You can enjoy wherever you are almost um, if you look for the good, can you? Absolutely. That's a perfect example. Uh, so the third principle was to find out if bitterness from yesterday is spoiling today. We've got about three minutes until we go to commercial break. Preventing a better tomorrow. What do you mean by that? Everybody has some baggage in their life. You know, something that they would rather hadn't happened. And you have to be able to move on from that. So if you're feeling bitter... And blaming somebody else. As soon as you blame somebody else, you give them control of your life. Don't give control away to bitterness. Look for things that will support you in the tough times. And don't let something that's, you know, quite often it's a relationship. It can be a relationship at home. It can be a relationship in the office. You wanted that promotion. You deserved that promotion. Why didn't they give you the manager's position? And then... All you do is make yourself unhappy um, rather than saying, okay, it'll be my turn next time. What can I do to support my colleague? Um, what, can, what can I do to, um, to improve this situation? 
people just say, oh, well, I did that and they didn't do that for me. So, hmm, you know, this situation is, is, is out of control. So I'm not, I'm not going to play the game anymore. And they throw their toys out of the pram, as we would say here. Well, that's not going to get you anywhere. So don't let bitterness, some resentful situation, spoil your future. Because people remember you being bitter. And that's not the way that you want to be recalled. <clears throat> I, I, over my last the last week, I've had a met a few people who are going through um, and have mentored a, a number of people who have been, you know, had experienced situations like that, maybe not getting the promotion that they wanted, having their their work hours cut down because the the company's cutting back. Um, also, somebody who got um, who got very very irate about uh, you know some conversations with somebody that actually they got on extremely well with, but. Uh, it, you know, it soured the whole relationship. But the the reality was, um, you know, there was a lot going on there about thinking I shouldn't be treated like this, and I, and I, you know, in the past I wouldn't have been treated like that, and I put all this. There's a whole story being created about these things. But the reality was, in each of those situations, there was a tremendous opportunity. Absolutely, and you always have choice. Mm. So you mustn't choose the road the road of bitterness or rejection or disappointment. Because people ultimately then will say, he isn't fun to work with, he's not supportive of the team, we can't depend on him. And then when that next round of promotions comes around or the next, you know, potential girlfriend, guy, whatever it is, walks into your life, they're just going to see you as a, a bitter old grump and who wants to spend time with that? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I guess... You know, I think in those situations, if, if if you're able to come up with a creative solution and think, actually, you know, the opportunity is my time is being cut here, but I could use that time to either either search for a better job or um, I could use that time to maybe uh, earn even more income doing a bit of consultancy, um, or Absolutely. you know, or actually that person isn't really that bad, um, and we could actually build a closer relationship together if we just understood each other better, <laughs> you know. Uh, Going back to my time in the classroom, I used to say to the, the youngsters, I want you to be warm fuzzies. I don't want you to be cold pricklies because it's much easier to work with a, a group of people, a team, a classroom, uh, whatever, a family that is warm fuzzy. Once you begin to get all those prickly bits on the outside, very difficult to get close, very difficult to have a team hug or a group hug, very difficult to make progress. Yeah. Right. Well, on, on that note, we're going to go to commercial break, and then we'll come back and look at the uh, the further of the seven principles. Thank you. Thank you. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader, Extraordinary Life, every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. 
Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com. And uh, yeah, do feel free to email me. You can also email me at chris at uh, bemoreachievemore.com. And also, if you want to know about these shows, um, I've got a lot of people who have also subscribed to the newsletter at bemoreachievemore.com. And I do share thoughts on past shows, and I do share all the shows that are, are moving forward. Um, uh, Ailey, um, we were talking about, I mean, I was just over the break, um, there's a little final principle on that third point, which I just think is kind of quite helpful to get into your mind, which was, there was a, a descriptor in there that you just shared with me, which was, you can always get more with sugar than with vinegar. Um, I just think that's a nice way to, to think about this. I mean, do you have any... Do you want to articulate more about what you mean? Yes, for, for anyone who's just not grasping that one, it, it's, it's a, a version of the old adage that you'll always get more with a carrot than with a stick. So you'll get more with sugar than you will with vinegar. You'll get more with kind words than you will with criticism and condemnation. And it's, it's my clients call them aliasms because I come away with these unusual expressions every so often. So they've, they've nicknamed them aliasms. Uh, but I have to give the credit to my mother. I remember my mother saying things like that. And, you know, we started the show and you said what was confidence. And I said, I see it like sunshine, that it is there. You can, it is out there, even though you don't maybe really feel confident at the time. And my mother used to say <laughs> to my father, oh, Bert, his name was Bert, obviously. Oh, Bert, for goodness sakes, give your face a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and what she meant was smile, you know. Yeah. But it's, um, it, it's just, it's, it's embracing this um, You'll always get more with sugar and sugar and vinegar for yourself as well. I, I'm, you know, I can't say that enough. If you build up your own self-confidence, you become attractive. You become a people magnet. People want to spend time with you. They don't want to spend time with somebody who's saying, do you really think I look okay? Do I look okay in this? Does my backside look big in this? Whatever. You know, get over yourself. Stop thinking about you and start looking at the person that you're talking to. Focus on them. Don't focus on you. And give more with sugar than with vinegar. I, th I think that is the most difficult question that a lady can ask a man, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's, I squirm inside every time I'm asked that question. <laughs> Just in case my, my body language isn't quite aligned with, uh, with what's, what, coming, what's coming out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, that one. Um, the the fourth principle. Well, let's, let me just run through again those uh, those principles you talked about. You know, being more um, to be more likable. Say things like you know how um, good morning gorgeous and make yourself feel good in the morning. Uh, then the second principle was improving today and make it better tomorrow. So be a good be a good finder. So look for 
are really you know good engaging positive things as opposed to looking for the the negative and the downbeat so that that can help you with your your self confidence and how you're coming across and then you talked about uh and not by seeing bitterness spoil your day and always getting more with sugar than with vinegar. Now, one of these principles, as we're going to share at the end, Ailey's got a, a brilliant um, PDF, which she's going to share for free with you. So we'll explain how to get that at the end of the show. Um, the fourth principle, uh, which I, I like too, is, is um, you're checking with your, you know, what your self-talk is, is talking to you about coaching yourself with um, positive self-talk every day. Do you want to share your um, views on that? Many years ago, I'm probably going back 20 years ago, I remember coming across a book by Shad Helmstetter. You know, Americans have got fabulous self-help books, and this one really made a big impact on me. And I bought that book, and really it, it, it made such a difference um, in me realizing how important it was that I talk positivity into my life. And, and, and I, I do believe that the conversations you have with yourself are the most important conversations you will have every day. So it's essential that you encourage yourself and you coach yourself with positive self-talk. Mm. Mm. I guess that good morning, gorgeous, is, is positive It's positive self-talk. self-talk. There is a theme going through here. There is, isn't and, there? Uh, and, and, of course, you then uh, embody that and you put it into your team. Mm. So, again, it, it's, just, it's working with this um, positive mental attitude, creating the right environment, creating the right teams that want to work together and the most important team starts at home because you know when a company invites me in to do some intervention some you know common sense communication I'm known for that then you know they tell me that they want to work with the team but we often end up doing personal stuff we end up talking about what's going on in their family and their personal lives because if they don't have that shizzle sorted out then it's very difficult to get the work uh, you know the business sorted out as well yeah is it, is it important though to to maybe also consider with with positive self talk and uh, and, and have, keeping the conversation positive, sometimes you can you can miss the the negatives, the issues, or the risks. Is it, is it important to uh, you know balance those? Oh yes, I mean I've been accused of living in Pollyanna land, and yes, I do happily. However, you have to be a realist as well. But the realist will acknowledge that there's things going on. They will take on board the issues because every team will have issues, every business will have issues, and then you look at how you can deal with it in a in a positive fashion. Okay. There's there's a different, you know, a, a confident person will be very realistic, but they will tackle it from the point of view of positivity, not negativity. Yes, yes. So so you can sh- you can share bad, bad news and you can share uh, risks and challenges in a positive way. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, that way, you're more likely to get listened to as well, aren't you? Yes. Because people will want to come on board and help you because you're not looking to start a pity party. You're not going to kind of all get round and think, oh, 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 me, poor me. You're actually just looking to tell them something has happened and, you know, move on from that. You know, people probably don't realise, but, you know, when someone says to you, how are you? They actually are not really very interested in how you are. (laughs) They're just making an introduction a conversation piece, a bit like the British love to say something about the weather. But we don't actually then to still be talking about that five or ten minutes later. So when you say to someone, how are you? It's a really great response if you say, I'm first class, thank you very much. I'm great. I'm super. Because then you can move on from that in a positive fashion rather than saying, oh, well, actually, I've got a terribly sore head. Mm. People don't want to know. When they ask that question, they weren't wanting that response. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, my stock answer is fantastic. 
Um, That's a fantastic answer. <laughs> got, I, and I've got a client, and his his stock answer is fantastic as well. And we we we're, we're both fantastic together when we speak to each other. It's <laughs> well, I, it starts I, a conversation say, off well. I yeah, absolutely. I I had the pleasure and privilege of being upgraded a couple of times when I was flying to first class, and I decided that would be my stock one hoping that I could talk some more fast first class upgrades into my life. So when you ask me how I am, I say I'm first class, thank you. Ah, good, good one. I like that. I, I've got a, a, com- a, a company that I worked with. I was doing some some work with um, uh, a, a number of different areas, t- training and coaching and mentoring across the across the business. But what happened is we, we introduced a sort of concept of um, of, of three zones so there's kind of the awful zone the uh, gray zone and the fantastic zone and it was amazing actually because people people after the program just every in the morning they would come in and say how are you yeah I'm fantastic and everybody was fantastic and it became a joke throughout the whole company but the fact that it was a it was a joke meant that people very quickly got into a very positive spirit together yes. and it really really did make a huge difference to the culture just that simple little shift in behavior and that and that's what it's all about i mean this um pdf that you kindly refer to that is is called the seven confidence tips for you increase productivity and and there's nothing new in there you know it's just a re a rework of things which essentially are common sense however in the number of years that i've gone around the sun i have noticed that common sense is not actually common practice so I keep coming back with the same old material with a different spin to it. It's slightly different quirkiness to it, you know, so you'll get more with sugar than you will with vinegar. It's just the same concept put down in a different fashion. Hmm. So, so moving on then, because we, we had seven principles. We've been through about four so far. There's, the next one was to encourage people to want to work with you. Um, I think I may have noted this wrong incorrectly because um, I've got my notes, be a good finder. What's, um, is that correct or was, was there a... Uh, what, what is your articulation of it? To encourage people to want to work with you. Yes, improving. Well, it, it, people, do, would you want to work with someone who would be bad-tempered and grumpy? No. No. So if you're wanting people to work with you, then you have to appear to be confident, to appear to be in charge. So you, let's say we're taking a managerial or a CEO role, then you're going to come over as a confident person who's articulate and knows what they're doing but at the same time you're not being overconfident so it's it's touching on that aspect of what can you do that will actually make you be attractive to other people that give you this people magnetism without being in their face so you want to just get that fine line of confidence and uh, and I explained that more in the PDF interesting that one I think uh, you, you can do that through a number of different ways can't you I, I, th- I notice sometimes the email messages that people send sometimes they're very friendly sometimes people don't even bother to put a regards on it sometimes and there's one person I'm thinking of now who's incredible I'm sure he's an extremely nice person I've not met him but his emails are incredibly short and blunt uh, it doesn't encourage me to want to approach him no, and I think these days, because of the, the World Wide Web, because we've got social uh, media, we, we, all, we cut everything back to shortcuts. Even myself, I've got a very unusual name, so I, I, I make my own name, an E with an X on it, just to make it easy for everybody. Um, but it, making it easy is one thing, making it palatable and easy reading is another. So, I, And I think guys in particular have to be aware of this. You know, a, a, a woman will generally 
top and tail her email with, hi, how are you? How are things going? And end up, you know, warm regards, kind regards, whatever, depending on what level of, of um, knowledge she has or the person she's writing to. But, but some men can be very terse on their emails, very, very direct. So, you know, if you want people to work with you, confidence in one thing is one thing, but being direct in people's faces is another. Yeah. And I, I think if you are not good at composing emails, then why don't you pick up the phone? Yes. Uh, I think, you know, the phone is almost going out of fashion and it's, a, it's almost um, a surprise when somebody gets a telephone call. And so, you know, be different. In business, you want to be different. So be different and pick up the phone, uh, especially if you find sending an email or a text a challenge. And it, if I can just go on slightly, um, I, I came into this meeting. The reason I'm down in London is because I'm at a board meeting for the Professional Speakers Association. And when I came out of the board meeting, they were saying how much they enjoy getting the emails that I send out to the membership. But it, it, it's part of my strategy to be friendly and, and approachable, but at the same time, pretty short and snappy. So again, it's just getting that balance. And if you're not sure how to go, then my suggestion would be, you know, look at somebody whose emails you like and, and emulate them, copy them and, you know, pick up the phone and say, you really write good emails. What's your strategy on this? And develop an email strategy for yourself so that you come over as someone that people want to work with. Fantastic. Well, it's cl clearly clearly worked with the people around the the, the, the PSA because that, that association is growing very quickly. And I've uh, I just heard on the grapevine that uh, you might be a, a joint president in a couple of years. Oh right? yes, that, congratulations. That, 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 but that's still new. That's is still it? very new. Right. Never mind. But we'll tell America first, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, I shall I shall go to a yeah. commercial break now and maybe get a telling off. <laughs> When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. This is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchievemore.com, and, uh, and here we are, the final section of today. We've been fighting colds, noisy people, and even fires today uh, to be here. <laughs> so, um, uh, Ailey, um, let's talk about um, the, the final two principles. I think the, the, the sixth principle I've got down is uh, to feel bold and brave, charge, take a risk. Oh, yes. I love taking risks. I mean, people, it's, it's a very common expression over here in the UK. When, uh, when you when you company with someone, you will say, take care. And, and when people say that, that, what they're doing is they're saying something kind, you know, take care. But I actually am known to say, take a few risks. Because I think, you know, 
taking care is, is, is one thing, but if, if you step out and do something that you've never actually done before, it's very, very empowering. And we alluded to this earlier in the program. So, you know, if you're always taking care, you don't get anywhere. So be bold, be brave, do something different. And, you know, something different can be as simple as making supper for a loved one or, you know, being generous to someone or, you know, doing something for charity you've never done before. Do something different. Be bold, be brave, stand up and be counted. Support your community in some way you've never done before and you will feel just so much more confident as a result. Fantastic. I know one of one of our joint friends, uh, David Heine, he talks about rhino time, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. And there are actually books called Rhinosology and Advanced Rhinosology. I remember reading those years ago. Some more great American books I remember reading years ago. And yeah, charge like a rhino. Absolutely. So t- t- take a risk. Do, should we take, take a risk? Should we take a risk every day or do we... Uh, it depends on how risky you want to be. <laughs> yeah, why not? Whenever you get the opportunity to, you know, step out and do something a bit different. And, and entrepreneurs and business people and, and leaders within organizations are, are taking risks all the time. You know, sadly, unfortunately, in the banking crisis, they took one too many. But there's obviously a balanced risk. I'm not asking someone to go out and run in front of the traffic. But, you know, there are things that you can do which will make you feel very more much more confident if you do something outside of your comfort zone. Right. So calculated risk, we're not talking about going down to the casino. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, then finally, to help you achieve your to-do list tomorrow, create a stop list alongside your to-do list. Yes. A lot of people, uh, you and I, I'm sure, you know, before I go to bed at night, I'm writing a list. These days it's on some kind of electronic platform, but I'm writing lists of things that I want to do tomorrow. And I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? I'm, I'm like everybody else. I only have 24 hours in the day. So I actually say to people, once they've maybe done some coaching with me and they tell me all these things they want to do and they want to achieve, I, I say, well, how are you actually going to free up the time? What are you going to stop to give you the time to achieve all these things you want to do on your to-do list? So, you know, there's some pretty obvious ones, like watching too much television. And so it, it's, it's creating space in your life so that you can do things. So create your stop list. What are you going to stop doing? Stop procrastinating is another great one. You know, people say, I'm going to do this when. Well, just get on and do it. I think that's a really good, really good idea, isn't it? Just to, to, to identify those things you're going to stop doing from now on. And there's um, a comprehensive list in the PDF. Great. Excellent. So some really, I think some really powerful principles if you delve into them. And I, I think the, the PDF will be a great route to look at those in further, de- further detail. Yeah, the principle. So I'm taking from this. I've got to start um, making sure I'm uh, reminding myself about uh, about my positive points. Um, perhaps for me, rather than gorgeous, I might use handsome. <laughs> yes. and, and, and if you find it, you know, again, the, the British are reserved. When I've done this with with audiences in the past, we we are more reserved than than some of our our other um, listeners. The British can be quite reserved. So that being the case, then. Ask someone to say something about you that you're going to believe. So, I mean, yeah. I can say you are a very kind, generous and caring person. And I can say that to you and I mean it, Chris, because that's how I have found you in the years. So you can look in the mirror if you find it difficult to say I'm handsome. You can look in the mirror and say, Ailey says I'm kind, considerate and you know, thoughtful. And those are the yeah. things that 
that will help you feel better about yourself. Excellent. So then we're going to go out during the day. We're going to look for, uh, you know, find really good things to to look at and encourage us and think about. Um, we got a, a good idea that um, again go back to David Heiner, which uh, I've started using, is uh, to actually all, all the positive sort of positive things that people say about you, all the nice emails they write about you, the testimonials, put them all in a file so you've got a nice positive place to to go yes, and look. Your, your personal bragging book, absolutely. Yeah, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Um, also, to make sure that you're focusing on sugar rather than vinegar, uh, check your self-talk about what you're saying about yourself. Make sure that you are encouraging people to want to work with you by attracting them through the way that you communicate, through your emails, through um, through picking up the phone. Um, social media is probably a good way to do that. Um, feel bold and brave. Take risk. Uh, and also, um, uh, you know, start producing what you're going to stop as well as a to-do list. So some great, great principles in there, Ailey. Th- thank you very much for that. I'd just like to... Uh, we've probably only got three minutes now until we close, so I've probably got about another minute to ask you about this. But very, very briefly, how do we help kids or employees to improve their confidence? I'm going to give you a tip that I mentioned in one of my e-scenes recently, and I used to use it in the classroom. And we would have what we called a star jar. And you would be looking around the workplace, and you're looking for somebody who has actually done something well that day. So, you know, you're looking for, you know, somebody who... Uh, I don't know, they could have done something as simple as, you know, increased their productivity in some way, found a new way of running the line better, found a way of running a program better, shown you something in the office that you didn't understand. And so you want to praise that person. So you write just a, you know, Scooper today was very helpful. He showed me how to create a PDF and I put it in his jar. And, and these mm. things are kind of accumulated and then, you know, at a time within the um, the allotted day, somebody gets to pick somebody out of the star jar and who's the star for the day. And it's announced to the group, you know, mm. and it's great because you're looking for it. You're getting endorsement from the peer group and it's great. So, and I did that with the, the family as well. We were, when we were working with the children's youngsters, we were always, you know, I said to the kids every day, you are a star. That was my classic to my kids as they were growing up. I don't know what you're going to be when you grow up, but I'm absolutely convinced you're going to be a star. Fantastic. <clears throat> our star charts work a treat on our wall. Um, yes. Rewards for stars, my, my little ones. Um, just finally, um, do you have any final kind of tip or that you want to leave people with? Is there anything that you want to – final message? That if I can, you can. There's no magic formula in here. The the success lies between your ears. And, you know, so if this lady who has been a number of times around the sun can go off and do some of the things that she has done and people said, how did you do that? You're lucky. I say, no, I'm not lucky. I just took a chance. I took a risk. I had the belief in myself and I did it. And so can you. Fantastic. <clears throat> and I think if on this show, some of the people that we've, we've had have come from the most challenging um, upbringings as well and are now just just uh, changing the world. So um, you can do it. You can absolutely. Um, to find out more about Ailey, um, Ailey, do we go to AileyMilnes.com to access this PDF? Yes, you do. And uh, you know, if you're finding it difficult, you'll find me on Google. Just Google up speaker for confidence speaker for confidence i'll come up number one you'll find me that way if you don't get up the pick the the links from the web fantastic and but ailey is e-i-l-i-d-h 
and then Mills. That's why I say speaker for confidence. Yes, yes. And also, in a few days' time, I'll put a link on the Be More Achieve More site. Do um do also subscribe to the Be More Achieve More dot com newsletter because I give you all the information about the shows and the things that are coming up. Because you won't find a long list on Voice America. We've got some amazing shows lined up and guests over the next few weeks. I just mentioned very briefly the show next week. We have Darrell Knock. Uh, Val Noakes, sorry, who's going to talk about self-esteem. So we're we're still um, staying with this confidence theme. This is the third show which has had been on an element of confidence because I think this is is such a fundamental for people and makes a huge huge difference. So Ailey Mills, I'd like to say a big thank you for your time today and well done for overcoming all that background noise, uh, overcoming your cold, and uh, and just generally uh, providing some really good um, content. So. I would certainly check that PDF out because it is great. So thank you, Ailey. I hope you've enjoyed being on the show. Absolutely have. Thank you very much indeed. You're very welcome. So everybody have a, have a great week and I shall be back with you again same time with Daryl Noak on Self-Esteem next week. Thank you. We thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. <laughs>